Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elisa Branch, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode is a real trending crossover episode and features an interview with Tommy Worley. Tommy is a Coldwell Banker Realty Instructor and Broker Associate, as well as a member of multiple LGBTQ organizations, including Realogy's Real Pride Alliance and the LGBTQ Real Estate Alliance. She joined Real Trends Editorial Director Tracy Velt on the show to discuss some of the issues facing the LGBTQ community in real estate and how we can combat these things by building a more inclusive and diverse brokerage. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Regora is an appraisal management software company dedicated to modernizing residential appraisal and valuation. With configurable automations and embedded LOS and POS integrations, Regora brings speed, transparency, and control to the appraisal process. Lenders across the country are seeing impressive efficiency gains and cost reductions with Regora's platform, including a 213% increase in appraisal capacity, a 35% reduction in turn times, and saving 20 minutes per loan file. Learn more at regora.com. That's R-E-G-G-O-R-A dot com. This is Tracy Velt, Editorial Director for Realtrans. Today, you'll be listening to an exclusive interview with Tommy Worley, a real estate agent with Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage in Milford, Connecticut. She's also co-chair of the LGBTQ plus Real Pride ERG and a member of the LGBTQ plus Real Estate Alliance. Tommy is speaking to me today about challenges with her brokerage, um, opportunities working with LGBTQ buyers and sellers and more. So welcome, Tommy. Welcome. Thank you. First of all, I also have to let you know, I'm one of, I work for Realogy as an instructor. Okay. Connecticut Westchester region as well. Okay. Okay. So I'm also an instructor. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. And, um, you know, I talked about the the challenges with your brokerage and I want to make sure people know that you sold your real estate company several years ago, but um, I wanted to start the podcast today, just talking about the challenges and highlights of owning a brokerage. You founded it um, and then sold it several years ago. And, you know, also two of the three owners um, being gay, did you find that you had challenges with that from founding or through managing the brokerage? So tell me a little bit about that experience. Sure. Uh, Well, first of all, it was back in 92. Right. And we, we opened up and it was myself and you know, my partner at the time, and we opened it up and we were both gay. And then we added, you know, soon later on, we added another uh, uh, owner, Sandy, who actually owns the brokerage now. And back then, you know, I was open, we were both out and we knew when we were recruiting agents to our office that we heard rumors that other brokers would say things like, y'all don't want to be associated with them, do you? You know, because... (laughs) They're gay. (laughs) And so really, uh, and agents that we interviewed would tell us, oh, you know, you know, so-and-so said this about you. Mm -hmm. So it might have been a stumbling block. But for the most part, 
you know, agents that came to our office came into our office with their eyes wide open. Yeah. You know, they knew that we were a company, you know, devoted to diversity and inclusion. And, you know, there were sometimes we had issues because we had so much diversity and inclusion, you know, where people would voice their opinions and get into arguments. And uh, we broke up a fight between somebody who was, you know, deeply Christian and somebody else who was Buddhist, you know, once. And we were like, really? (laughs) (laughs) But our mission statement said, you know, we're committed to diversity and inclusion and this is what it looks like, you know, or I recall... Uh, once a friend of mine, and he's also a client of mine, calling me and saying, I overheard one of your agents talking uh, badly about homosexuals. You need to fire her. And I knew this agent. She was one of the first agents we recruited. I knew that she had some conflicts with her religion and us being gay. And it was something that she struggled with. Mm-hmm. And she also had a right to her opinion. Yeah. You know, and her right to free speech. And so I had to tell him, we're not going to fire her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to talk to her about it just because, you know, people are still listening. Right. And, and at that time, our code of ethics didn't include sexual orientation and gender identity, but our mission statement did. So, uh, so those are the kinds of things that we had to, you know, navigate through. Or once I was on a TV news um, report talking about gay marriage, this is dating me for sure. When President Bush came out against gay marriage, I was interviewed uh, about gay marriage. And uh, we lost an agent the next day who said, I'm fine with you being gay. I just don't want you to be out about it. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. But there's only one, you know, out of uh, the entire crew. So for the most part, those were those individuals, you know, things that we had to butt up against. Uh, as far as owners of yeah. the company and uh, and then recruiting, you know, to expand our company. But we didn't have that much of an issue because when I s- sold my interest, we had four locations and about 117 agents. So that's great. And I think things have changed so much since then. Uh, even um, tell me about what you're you're seeing out there now. Um, is this even a, an issue um, with most you know brokerages at this point? It's not the same kind of issue, okay? I would say that you are going to still find people that are real estate agents that will say some derogatory comments about gay people or the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's still there. It was necessary for the, you know, NAR, National Association of Realtors, to add an additional aspect to the code of ethics to, you know, tell agents that they can't use hate speech, and I can't, I don't remember the actual code right. of ethics amendment at the end of the year last year. So it's prevalent enough that NAR felt compelled to add something to the code of ethics, right? Yeah. Um, I had an incident when I first became an instructor with two agents complaining that I referred to my former partner in an introduction of myself because uh, I was talking about my sexuality when <laughs> I said my former partner. I was like, seriously, I don't have any sexuality to talk about. You know, <laughs> nothing. And then, you know, having to say, wait a second, sexuality means you're married. I mean, it just everybody's it's you're going to be gay, straight. So it was having to retrain people. You know, you can't stop people from being who they are like that. Not in our industry. So you still see it. 
Mm-hmm. You still see it with the trans community being discriminated against in housing and having issue, difficult times getting loans. So it depends on where you live too. I'm in Connecticut. So well, the assumption is that it should be more accepting, but you know, you have people down in different parts of the country that it's really difficult for them to navigate through the home buying process still just because of who they are and who they love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that you're very active in your community um, with the LGBTQ plus community. So tell me about some of the things you're doing and how it impacts your real estate business. Well, first, I'm a part of I'm co-chair for the LGBTQ plus Real Pride ERG, which is the Employee Relation Group mm-hmm. for Realogy. And I can't say enough about Realogy and its devotion to inclusivity and you know diversity. Mm-hmm. They're the first real estate company to support the Equality Act in 2017. So Realogy, by virtue of Real Pride, has given me a voice to speak. Mm-hmm. you know, on a platform to speak. And so, you know, we do events and I get to do uh, pronoun awareness training and bring in people talking about transgender issues, as well as what it's like to be parents of transgender kids. And, you know, last year we did an, an event for the LGBTQ plus black community mm-hmm. uh, to support Black Lives Matter. So I get that kind of a voice with Realogy. And, uh, and then I'm also now, you said I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus real estate Alliance. I'm now their secretary elect for next year. Congratulations. So I guess I get to take notes. (laughs) (laughs) And what are some of the, um, what are some of the things you're focusing on, uh, with the Alliance? Uh, mostly, first of all, I'm really bothered by the fact that this wasn't my idea, you know, as far as having a like, why didn't I think of having a gay referral service? Because when I was an owner, I would call brokerages around the company because people would come to me and say, I want to move to Florida, but I want a gay realtor. And I'd go, okay. So I'd call their brokerage and I'd say, do you know anybody in your, uh, any one of your agents that's gay? And there'd be the silence there. I go, you don't know if any of your agents are gay? No, I don't know. How do you not know that? Yeah. You know? So uh, this now, the Alliance is uh, so great because now you can join it and you can network with one another. So for myself is wanting to grow that network because it's the LGBTQ plus. So it includes allies mm-hmm. and without our allies, Tracy, we couldn't do anything. Yeah, uh, we need our allies, but it's to be able to let the LGBTQ plus community know who our allies are. Mm-hmm. So if you're moving to Florida, or if you're moving to Georgia or Louisiana or I don't care, Toronto, Canada, and you want to use somebody that you're safe with, mm-hmm. you could look at the Alliance and say, okay, here are a number of agents. I can actually be me yeah. and be safe with, and that will take care of me in the way I'm supposed to be taken care of. Initially, I plan on doing whatever I can to grow the awareness of the organization as well as membership to the organization. Yeah. And I just want to note that you do not have to be LGBTQ plus to join the Alliance. Um, You know, these are supporters as well as, um, you know, the members are, are outside of the community as well. So. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Cause an ally is anyone who actually is supportive of the LGBTQ community. Right. Yep. Um, So I want to get to kind of the meat of this podcast and You know, I think that when serving the LGBTQ community, there are some common issues. Um, And so I want you to talk a little bit about those and and 
how to handle them. What advice do you have for brokerage leaders and team leaders and serving this community, um, outreach to this community, just just in general, um, you know, where are you seeing issues and where are you seeing positive growth? Well, where I see positive growth growth is when you go to the HRC equality index, corporate index, and you see more and more companies doing what they can to show HRC, the human rights campaign, that they're inclusive and diverse and they have policies supporting that. So that's one thing I see as positive. Also, you see more and more real estate companies supporting organizations like the LGBTQ plus real estate alliance. Um, if I were to talk to brokerages, you know, or somebody who just bought a franchise or just somebody who's opening up a real estate company, I'd say create a mission statement and make sure your mission statement includes diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. to make sure you're training your agents. You know, we have, uh, an opportunity here to really impact the federal fair housing violations because there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. There's more federal fair housing violations now than there used to be. So train your agents to be inclusive, you know, sit down with them and talk about what do you typically tease people about? Or you think you're being funny or you're, you know, saying something you think is uh, saying you're inclusive, but yet it's offensive. So training your agents and training your managers so that they're, you know, they're more aware as opposed to saying stupid things like, I don't care who you sleep with. That is just the weirdest thing when somebody says that to me. (laughs) What do you mean who I sleep with? And they think they're saying that to be like, hey, I'm fine with you. Right. Who you sleep with? Yeah. You know, so, but it's being able to train the agents and the managers to not talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) to say really weird stuff. Or, and another thing I would do, I tell them to do, which is what we did to really, you know, attract. Because, you know, interesting enough, we still had to work to attract people from the LGBTQ plus community to come to our office, mm-hmm. is that we would sponsor in any local events. We'd advertise in the HRC programs. We made donations. We worked in, you know, different LGBTQ plus organizations that work with, you know, teen suicide or transgender issues. So you got to get your name out there. Yeah. And and put in the hours of volunteering to actually be seen in the community if you want the community to participate with you. Okay, great. Um, And the last, you know, the last question is really just um, in general. It doesn't matter whether you're straight, gay, black, white, Hispanic. Um, What do you see as the biggest opportunities for real estate agents in the coming year? Biggest opportunity is to. be more inclusive. You know, the more inclusive that you are, like if if I weren't a real estate broker or an agent and I had nothing to do with the real estate uh, industry, but I bought a house and I felt really safe with the person that I worked with, I am going to tell everybody I know about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a very tight still, not always, but still a tight referral group. Like, you know, you can trust Tracy with these personal issues, you know, buying a house is a personal thing. You're going through the finances, you're going through your relationship, you know, whether you're uh, a partnership or you're married, you're sharing a lot of information with this person. And I feel safe with you. That's a big deal. So I would say is, you know, to become more aware, to become more gender pronoun educated. That's a big, you know, uh, 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 
important thing now is that people feel safe in sharing their pronouns with you. And so that you can actually do a better job of serving anyone in any community. And again, you know, joining organizations that do referral-based business because referrals is the name of the game. So, you know, there's a lot of business out there, but the more you open your mind and you open up your ability to be inclusive and embrace other people, the more business you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and my last is really, I just want to know a little bit about your real estate. Um, you know, what do you, what do you specialize in? What is your, your um, business look like today since you have moved from a broker to an agent? Well, see, I do, I do training now. So mm-hmm. I do mostly all referrals. So my okay. right now, I, you know, uh, I work with an agent here uh, in Milford, Connecticut, Kelly, and I refer business to her. So I just I contact my current clients base and then we meet and then she takes really great care of them. So that referral business is great. And then working with the agents, you know, I got my license in 92 and about seven months later, we opened up the company. So I spent most of my time selling and owning a company in the beginning, working with real real estate agents. And I really did miss the part of working with real estate agents. So when Cobalt Banker came to me and said, we have this opportunity, would you consider it? I said, sure, because I love working with agents. So I get the best of both worlds now. I get the best of working with the agents and training them to be really, really successful, as well as I get to work with Kelly and refer business to her. And then the, those, the people in my life and my communities are really well taken care of because she does a superior job. Okay. So are you basically transitioning your business to her? Oh yeah. All of it. Session plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, it's very smart too. Uh, I think a lot of agents don't realize the opportunities um, to, to do that and, and to take a, you know, a year or two of a transition to, to um, when they're ready to leave. So it's something that I missed. I really did miss working with the agent. So it turns out really great. And then she gets to deal with all the headaches of the paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tommy, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you think is really important for um, our audience, which is real estate brokers, agents, and team leaders to know uh, about serving the LGBTQ plus community or um, diversity in general, building that into your company? Well, Ryan Gorman would be disappointed if I didn't mention this. <laughs> and that is support the Equality Act because he says <laughs> I'm always talking about it. And so it really is, you know, to call your local representatives. It's been sitting on the Senate floor and make sure they know, even if you live in a blue state, don't assume that and it doesn't matter who your representatives are. Call them to let them know that you support them. It's important because right now, You know, the executive order that President Biden uh, passed or signed off does say, according to the Department of Justice, that sexual orientation and gender identity is part of the protected class under sex. But if another president at any point in time came along and decided to remove that executive order, that group of people, we would no longer be a protected class. Right. Therefore, the Equality Act would make it official. So I'd say first that. And then secondly, to train yourself in pronoun, gender neutral pronouns, and to be more aware of the transgender community. Mm-hmm. You know, the real estate issues, actually the issues that they're dealing with in general are huge. And there've been almost 30 
deaths in this past year to in, in the transgender community. And a, even a mom killed both of her kids. One of them was transitioning as well as the other one uh, declared themselves gender neutral and she killed them. So it's getting involved and finding out more about that community so that you can better serve that community. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for joining Real Trending today, Tommy. I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of highlight some of these issues and and offer our audience some some solid advice. Oh, you're welcome, Tracy. Anytime. Yeah, (laughs) anytime whatsoever. Looking for more insight into what will happen in 2022? Or maybe you need more information on what in the world is happening with the federal regulators. Or you could just be looking for information on how to stay competitive as the industry shifts to a purchase-focused market. Our HW Plus Premium Membership comes with all of this insight and more. With your HW Plus Membership, you'll get at least five HW Plus articles a week that dive deeper into the daily news to help you confidently make business decisions. To join, go to housingware.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. I hope you have a great weekend. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the hottest stories crossing our news desk each and every day. The podcast is now available wherever you like to listen. We'll see you back here on Monday.